He's not the same. He is Sheldon <laughs> Riley. Hello! No, I'm not. Hello. I'm so happy I finally get to meet you. Oh, likewise, babe. We've been watching you on all these TV shows, slaying The Voice, slaying oh, yeah. X Factor. And I've just been there wanting to get to Eurovision every time watching you guys. Oh. So it's, it's, it's mutual. Love hearing that. I just have to start this interview by talking about these gorgeous glasses, oh. like reflecting the light right now. Tell me, when did you start getting so artistic with your glasses? Um, I made these ones like two years ago. They're kind of ruined actually, but they're cute still. They'll work for today. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, I just like sticking things to things. Mm. Oh, so you and me both. <laughs> to tell you that actually looks like a crustacean like if you held it on its own it's like a little crab from the little mermaid or something oh, cute all right this is from exclusive little mermaid series <laughs> slaying it now you've had your second rehearsals I did. at eurovision how are you feeling on the stage how am i feeling i'm feeling amazing on the stage um <laughs> did you just hear a wild cat going on <laughs> We are outside, just so you know. Wild animals, people, everything. <laughs> That's it. You know, I'm feeling good. The staging is uh, is beautiful. The outfit is heavy, but it's good. Oh, we're yeah, good. Yeah. But um, I know we're not quite there yet. The thing is, vocally, I mean, you were there 25 years ago. But in terms of what's not there, what's not there for you? It's just, I don't know, I'm just a bit of a perfectionist. Mm. I'm working with Sasha Jean-Baptiste uh, Jean as well, she's also a perfectionist. So, I know meanwhile watching everyone's conferences, everyone's like, oh, we're so happy, just a few changes. I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, mm, we'll get there. <laughs> it's a really um, dramatic concept, these staircases, yeah. beautiful colors behind you. I guess, what's the idea, the overall package here? Yeah, the whole thing was, uh, it's inspired. I gave, uh, Sasha gave a story and I was like, yeah, I love that, let's work with that. So the whole thing is like this banished prince in this like abandoned, concrete, lonely, kind of stuck world where you just mm. can't escape and you have to climb up to the top to find the light. But I just like the idea of just this banished prince, this most this stunning, not me, the outfit, but this is stunning thing that's standing in um, something so dead. And um, Ooh. Yeah, has a lot more light. I mean, the national final, I was absolutely slammed for it being too dark, too this, too that. So I'm like, I want to wear white anyway, let's bring some light in. Yeah, and it's great because we see your face. We yeah, see yeah. you're just so much more present. Yeah. Um, and that train, how long is this train? I mean, yeah. honestly. From here to the back, it's like four meters. Jeez. It weighs 40 kilos, 190,000 uh, crystals, pearls, the Swarovski crystals and pearls. So it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Now, was this your carry-on luggage or did it go on a cargo plane? When I tell you the stress that it was <laughs> to get this outfit here, not one airline wanted to take it and the designer didn't want to separate it. So we had to like get it sent here. But not just that, Eurovision is freaking ridiculous. In Australia, no, in a good way, mm. Australia is like Eurovision, semi one, semi two, final, see you next year. Over here, it's like the Olympics. <laughs> I brought five 30 kilo luggage bags just filled with outfits and all oh this stuff. It's just God. crazy. It is crazy, but it's also so fabulous. When you walked oh, out, thank you. there were like, was it four people, five people carrying the train? Yeah, about four people, yeah. Oh my God, and it's still probably heavy for each of them. It's heavy, it's heavy. I mean, 40 kilos isn't that much, but when you wrap it around your waist, mm. I had to go see the osteo. He's beautiful, by the way, you should see him. Oh. Who? The massage therapist oh, on set. He's gorgeous. There's a massage therapist he on is. set. He's great. What is he pulling and pushing? I don't know, but oh. it was great. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so there's this corset here, so I'm wondering if this is related. <laughs> stop it, stop it, no. But, you know, the physicality, because when you're a singer, right, you have your posture, you have mm -hmm. your diaphragm, does yeah. that heavy outfit impact you in any way? I mean, it should, but I don't really think about it. I mean, the mask itself weighs th uh, 3.4, 3.5 uh, kilos. Or oh it's like God. three kilos in my head, but all up, whole outfit's 50 kilos. The staircase is like, 
three times the height of me. I, it should make more of an impact, but I think I'm just so busy thinking about how hard this song is to sing that I don't right. really think about it. Yeah, it was interesting. After your first rehearsal, you said in the TikTok clip, no one should have to sing that three times. How much does it take out of you each time? Uh, a lot. A lot, a lot. I was actually saying to Sasha when she came, I was like, I only have two takes. She's like, you're going to have to do three. Everyone oh. wants to watch three. Everyone has to see three. I'm like, I don't know if I've got it. I mean, I'm not like, I don't know, Christian from Poland who can just sing and sing and sing and sing. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I know I can sing, but I'm not technically that good. I just... Okay. Oh, in my well, Okay, I'm... you are technically good. Let me, oh, let's just so... say this right now. Because people talk about the voices of the year, male ballads. Yes, we talk about Poland, but we also talk about Australia. This oh, is a fact. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I think I... I'm not comparing myself to an icon, but I, I think about Sweden, like Cornelia. Mm. She sings in a very pop way, very raspy, a lot yeah. of emotion. It's not opera, I mean, it's not classically, perfectly. It's it's a lot of emotion behind what we're singing, so it, um, right. I kind of get it. Once you get to take three, it's like oh. I'm ready to die. <laughs> oh my god. So before the semi-final, will you try not to perform too many times? Like you won't rehearse? I mean, we'll wait and see. They make me sing it every day, so we'll yeah. <laughs> see. But it's not even the actual funny because it just wasn't coming out the other day. So I took the outfit off, took the mask off, I sang it beautifully. I'm like, maybe it is all of this extra stuff Interesting. too. I'm not complaining. I love it. I love my outfit. We put so much work into it. It, it really has paid off. We Thank we you. applaud you. We congratulate <laughs> you. And I just want to talk about the song itself. Yeah, yeah. Now you've obviously explained this many times, but for yeah. people who are just now joining this Eurovision journey, now that mm -hmm. we're almost here, what is the basic message of the song? I mean, the basic message is just the idea that I wasn't the same, and it was something. I come from a very religious family, and uh, I mean that in itself, and then everything about me. But on top of that. I, mean, I was diagnosed with Asperger's, which is a you know, neuro thing at six, and then again at nine, and then again at twelve. They had to tell me three times, ah. but it was it was just this thing that was constantly prayed over me. Just like we pray that he'll be fixed, we pray that he'll be like everyone else. You know, because they just wanted the best for me. I don't think it came from mm. a place of hate, more of a place of ignorance and fear. Mm. But I think it came to a point where I was just like, how do you fix what isn't kind of broken? Do you know what I mean? So I wrote this song and I was like, I'm not going to be defiant. 15, wrote it to myself on Facebook, oh, actually. God. I was so traumatic. But I wow. wrote this message basically saying you're not the same and that's okay. The actual yeah. line on Facebook was that the light shines bright through those who've broken side. And um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm just really proud that it's... You know, after all these years, it's the song representing the country I love. Oh, the light does shine bright <laughs> through those cracks. Oh my God, so beautiful, honey. Thank you. And another thing we love about you is we, well, we share the fact that we're both half Asian. You've got some Filipino I going do. on. I do. And what role has that played in your life culturally? Do you think... Um, I mean, yeah, a, a bit. I don't really think about, about it. I mean, they're very supportive. They love karaoke. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe. I didn't talk all that much as a kid, but I was never shy of the karaoke machine. But that, the food, I mean, I kind of eat any of the food. I get so fat when I'm around my <laughs> that side of my family. Grow some adobo chicken. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Some halo halo. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Ooh. You're too much. <laughs> um, one thing I love about the Filipino diaspora, because I watch a lot of Miss Universe beauty pageant reaction yeah, videos. Yeah, love that. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's where I get it from. You're a queen. A Maybe. proper queen. <laughs> <laughs> all things sparkly, all things great. They're so supportive of anyone Filipino who achieves something. Mm. So I'm wondering, have you received letters and messages from oh, the Philippines? Big time. The big time they're the first ones to claim Sheldon out a knockout child it's it's very sweet they um they're very it's the Filipino community get behind Eurovision big time big time I didn't know that but uh 
yeah, it's been really kind. Oh, and what's it like being so far away from Australia? I mean, are you loving Europe, Amazing. the vibe? Does it I suit it. you? I love my country. I love it. But I mean, it, it it's a fight every single day to even get somewhere to sing over there. I wouldn't call myself the vision of Australian music at all. I mean, oh. I don't I don't really represent anybody in the music industry in Australia. So, I mean, coming to, coming to Europe, I mean, this is the plan unapologetically myself. I've been yeah. saying it for years, but now I actually mean it. And I think it's just... I mean, you guys know, I just feel like over here, I don't need to explain myself. I can just, you know, do it. Right, right. We really said outdoors today. Yeah, this, this heat is intense. The scooters are intense. The dogs are cute. Oh, Lord. But the fact that you won in Australia, this is so beautiful to me. Independent artist, yeah. doing it on your own. Yeah. Tell us about that battle when you're not with a label. What's that like? It's hard. It's rough. I mean, I come from nothing, hey, like absolutely nothing. I went to like 13 different schools, moved house. I was in and out of public housing a lot when I was a kid and even when I was growing up. So I didn't really know what was possible for me and what I would be able to achieve um, at all. Not a sad story. It's kind of empowering. I'm, I'm, no one in Australia will help me up because there's no audience for me there or they believe there's no audience i think mm. there's an audience there's an audience they don't see it because you know in australia we're so known for indie music guitars very right. i mean sweden would go up <laughs> jesus but uh, yeah I, the way i dress the way i look the songs that i sing the fact that i sing about boys and not girls little yeah. things like that i don't complain about it i just am aware of the fact that it's harder for an artist like me so i think that's why eurovision's always been the dream because i just knew that People will choose different when they're given the chance to see it. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's rough. I mean, it's expensive too. Like I work my ass off just to make sure this can all happen. But I love it. So yeah. Mm. You've had some great mentors in I your have. your past. You know, Boy George, Adam yeah. Lambert, mm -hmm. and both of them also violate norms, right? Yeah. They push the boundaries. Did either of them give you any advice that stays with you? So from Boy George to to listen to really listen because I think there's so much to be learnt when you listen and mm. um, so little to learn when you're talking. Adam Lambert, it was actually the moment that I came out to the world. I was on X Factor. He was in the bathroom. I walked past him and he goes, cute shoes. And I was just like, thank you. And I was like, oh, cute shoes. Yeah. I was just in love with him. And he was just, he just looked at me. He's like, you just do you. And I was like, thanks. And I, I look back and I go, he so clearly could tell I was, you know, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. us. But it was, it was a real... I decided I'm gonna walk out there and I was just like, they were like, what, what, what do you wanna do? And I was like, I just wanna love who I wanna love. And oh this all came out on stage. They never aired it, which was funny, but that was the first time I, I came out to everybody. So, I mean, That's I beautiful. really owe that to Adam Lambert in a weird way. Oh my gosh. He's been really supportive through my career too. I mean, I've done a lot of these shows. They, he always seems to pop up somewhere. Oh my goodness. Mm. They always pop up around Mr. Sheldon <laughs> Riley. Yes. <You're> so sweet. <laughs> But listen, you are such a busy man. We don't want to take up too much of your time. But I want to know, when you leave the Eurovision stage yeah. during the semi-final, what do you want Europe to remember about remember Mr. Sheldon me. Riley? That I did it and that it was possible. This is such a crazy experience. I'm surrounded by um, people who have been working their whole lives for this moment, and I get it. I mean, when I tell you I come from nothing, I came from nothing at all. I'm proud of it now because I've made a life for myself. I've done the impossible things. You know how many times I was on X Factor and they said, what do you want? I said, I want to, I want to do Eurovision. Then I did it on The Voice. They're like, what do you want? I bet you just really want to win the 100,000. I'm like, 
Just want to get exposure and do Eurovision. And then again on The Voice All-Stars. And then again, America's Got Talent, Simon Cowell. What do you want? They never aired it. I was like, I just really want to be exposed enough so I can do Eurovision. <laughs> I wanted this for so long. And so many people in Australia have told me, you know, it's a really, it, it's so young. So, like the competition's so young here. We need to send forward established artists, artists who, you know, can live up to it and make it happen. Because Eurovision's such a juggernaut, as we all know. Artists that are experienced, and I'm like, I've got everything it takes, just give me a chance, and I, yeah. I'm doing it. So, I mean, yeah. Well, thank God you're not the same. <laughs> thank God you are Sheldon Riley. <laughs> SBS Australia, y'all got the jackpot that's with this it. one. That's right, that's oh, right. Such a pleasure to meet you, honestly. Such a pleasure to meet you. I I'm sent so you nothing but love you. and support. I want to say that I'm so grateful for you, honestly. Oh, in Australia, we have exposure to, to nothing other than SBS, who we're very grateful for, but. I just love everything that you do. I've watched so many interviews, so many. I just remember last year being so overwhelmed by Barbara Pravi. Oh, <laughs> she's amazing. Obsessed watching every one of your interviews, hearing your opinions. <laughs> it's actually, even this performance I'm about to do at the semi final, I took so much advice from everything that you guys said, and I, I just really appreciate everything you guys do. That's so kind. Thank you so much. Mm. Oh, he is a listener, he is a feeler, and he is a star. <laughs> Sheldon Riley, Australia, semi final. Two. Two? What's your running order, babe? I think I'm eighth. Oh, yeah, yeah, toward the end of the first yeah. half. Must be a favorite. <laughs> Stop, everyone favorite. keeps saying that. I don't know what that means. I'm just like, oh, Sweden, she's got the sweet spot. But everyone's like, no. No, babe. You told oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I? I didn't know that. You're towards the end of your half, so they want to keep <laughs> well, the viewers there with Sheldon. Hope I do them proud, huh? Oh, you're going to. I mean, you got a 40 kilogram, 50 kilogram outfit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. We're going to have an off camera kiki now, so see you later. <laughs>